Welcome to Unshakable with Human Design, the show dedicated to helping entrepreneurs use human design to shift from hustle to flow without sacrificing results. Come here to become an unshakable human and build an unshakable business according to your human design. I'm your host, Nicole Lano. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Unshakable with Human Design. I'm your host, Nicole Lano. And I wanted to do this because if you've been studying human design, if you've been listening to podcasts like this, maybe you've taken some courses, you have been trying to figure it all out, and you're more confused than before. This has come up in many different ways in my world. And again, I'm a manifesting generator. So when things keep popping up and showing up in my life, that seems like a sign for me to do something with it because I'm here to do things. I'm a manifesting generator. I'm going to get a little bit of a window into what I'm looking for in a human design chart. How can human design actually help? And how can you decode this so that it actually works for you rather than just a series of siloed information, siloed things where you read about your spleen, you read about your Ajna center, you read about your profile. Maybe you do some master classes, you listen to a podcast on your type, and you're like, but I don't get how any of this works together. So what I wanted to do with this episode is I wanted to dig into one of the things that I look for. I look for a lot of things, and it really all depends on the chart too. When I'm looking at somebody's chart, I'm looking for specific things, not specific aspects. I'm not looking for a five line. I'm looking for themes. When I'm working with somebody one-on-one, when I'm doing a reading, I'll bring this up. And then definitely when I'm in a coaching relationship, either with a private client or inside my mastermind, where I'm doing much more direct, in-depth coaching with people and I have their charts up the entire time. Every time I talk to them, there's a chart up on my second screen because I'm using it as a map. I'm using it for a way to show me where they're stuck, where are the openings, what are the gifts we need to open up. And I, and the other thing that I'm looking for and what we're going to talk about today is there's always tension in the chart. And by tension, I mean there's there's aspects that tell you to go left and then an opposing aspect that is telling you, nope, go right. They are these polarities in the chart. And usually, these aspects of tension are creating the challenges in this person's life. There's something that they're not able to achieve. There's some pattern that they're always falling into. And the tension in the chart can show us where is this happening? Why is it happening? And usually gives us an insight into how we can shift it. So I want to run through some examples of how this works and and, and open you up to the idea that it, it's more than just the specific elements in the chart. It's how they all work together. It's the synthesis of the whole chart. There's a flow to the chart. The, the body graph shows you the way that energy flows for you. It's going to show you your shadows. It's going to show you your gifts. It's going to show you all of those things. But then there are going to be these aspects that you're going to say, But if I'm supposed to do this, how do I also do this? Aha, that is some of the gold that we look for. Where are we going to find challenge? Now, some people look at this when I bring these things up where this is where you're going to have kind of a push-pull dynamic, then they can feel like they're doomed. They're not. 
actually, so much of it can be solved. Typically, it's with whatever is not conventional wisdom. You've been trying what conventional wisdom has told you to do to fix this issue, to fix this challenge, to overcome it. It hasn't worked. So let's try something different. Usually human design is showing us how we can take a different approach to these challenges, to this tension, to releasing some of that tension and transforming it into something different. So that's what I want to dive into for you here today. If you guys are interested in diving deeper into any aspects of your human design, we have a really great masterclass on human design profiles. And if you are interested in diving into your profile, that is one of the core elements of what I teach and what I work with people on. I believe that profiles are one of the three most important pieces in everyone's human design. If you start living in alignment with your profile, then life starts to take an entirely different path and point of view and you show up differently. And so this workshop that we have was on finding your X factor through your human design profile. So if you're interested in taking that, DM me the word profiles on Instagram. I'm at Nicole Leno official. Just DM me the word profiles, only that word. And then a little bot will send you the link automatically. And then I will follow up with you and say hi to you and find out how you liked the masterclass. So check that out. If this interests you, if you're interested in human design, we have that set up for you there. So let's talk about the tension in human design. Let's talk about the tension in your body graph and how you find that. This is how human design becomes the map. It's not the end, it's the map. It is the way that shows us, oh, this is how I operate. This is how I operate differently than everyone else. The tension is going to show you some of the big differences that you have. So let me give you some examples so you can understand what I mean by tension in the chart and how you start to work with it. And I'm going to give you an example from my life just to illustrate the point, to show you how doing the thing that doesn't necessarily make sense, it does if you're following your human design, your strategy and authority will lead you to the right path. But if you're trying to figure this out as a mental process, if you are trying to figure out how to resolve these tensions in your chart, and you're trying to do that through understanding, so you read more and you listen more, and you consume more, that will typically lead to more confusion. Maybe that's where you are right now. So let me run through the examples and hopefully this clears up what I'm talking about. So an example might be right in your profile, that your profile is actually pulling you into different ways. This typically happens with the resonant profiles, the one fours, the two fives, the three sixes the six threes, the five twos, four ones, these will all have similar themes that want to do different things. So let's take the two five, five two, for example. Now the two and the five both deal with the projection field, but they deal with two different projection fields. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I did an episode all on the projection field. It's one of the earlier episodes. So go back a bit. Um, if you want to listen to that and catch up on what I mean by that. But basically, the projection field of the two and the five are different. People look into the two and they can see into the two. It's a very vulnerable projection field. People look right into them. They can see the gifts that the, the two line has more than the person who actually is the two line. Two lines are notorious 
for being told they're great at things. And they're like, ah, no, I don't know. Because they're a natural. They're also the hermit. The two is the hermit. The two just wants to do its own thing, be left alone, go and hermit away, do its thing, and would be usually pretty content not having any contact with anyone, right? And then you have the five. And the five has a different projection. People are projecting onto the five. They're projecting onto the five. And it's more about not what people see in them. It's about what they need to see and what they want to get from them. It has more to do with the other person than it does with the person actually holding that five line. So I'm a five line. People project onto me what they need me to be. And it's up to me to decide through my strategy and authority whether I can be that thing for them if I can hold the projection or not. And learning to work with this is a big thing. But the five is leadership. The five wants to be seen. The two, ironically, people are like, you should be great at this. You should do this. You should join us for this. You should do this. And two's like, no, I'm just going to go do my thing. I'm going to go home and just introvert my way (laughs) through life. And part of that is healthy for the two. But the five is like, won't somebody see me? Can't you see me? Can't you see all the things that I can do for everybody? Can't you see how great I am? So having these two together, the two and the five together, the two is like, I want to be left alone. And the five is like, ta-da. Look at me. Look at how great I am. Let me tell you all the things I can do for you. The great orator, the five. There are these two push-pull aspects in that profile. So right away, they're going to have this shy two side and this five side that's like, won't somebody see me? Where's my stage? So this is where you might have tension in the chart. So understanding how to work with that and with with this example, it's getting them to work with both sides of that projection field, getting them to follow strategy and authority, understanding what it, what they're being told. Are they a projector where they're waiting for invitations? Should they be in response to life? What's the rest of the dynamic? So this is a piece that shows us where they might have difficulty, where things might not feel like it's just smooth sailing and everything is flowing. Another example, and I'll give you my example. So my example, I'm an emotional authority and I am a manifesting generator. So I see this both with emotional authorities and manifestors, emotional manifestors and emotional manifesting generators. We want to move fast. Now, manifesting generators, we want to move fast all the time. And manifestors, they want to move like a Ferrari when they feel the urge, when they feel dialed in, when they feel like they've got the creative urge to create something, then they just want to go because everything in their energy is telling them, don't wait. There's no waiting for us. Let's just go. We have a whole pass. We can do what we want, except you're an emotional authority and you're not supposed to move too quickly. You're not supposed to move spontaneously. It's not about how fast. It's about how spontaneous and you need to wait out your decisions. This is really hard to do when you have a fast moving type and your energy wants to move fast, but then you have the emotional frequency of emotions that's saying, I don't know yet. I know, but I don't know. This feels good, but uh. and if we jump into things too quickly, we end up in trouble. 
So this is one of those places where I need to slow you down, at least temporarily, so that you start to feel what this is about. And this is how you get success in the way that you don't expect it to come. I slowed down and felt my emotions and weighed out my wave. And I have never been so happy in my life that I don't feel the need to be moving all the time. I didn't realize how much pressure that was putting on me. Conventional wisdom told me, just go. You're not getting the result that you want. Do more. Create more. My five line wanted solutions. I've got the solution. Let's do this. Here's the new plan. Well, guess what? I was very tired. I was out of alignment. More things were not working than were working. And then I slowed down. And then I started to wait. And then I did the thing that's so hard for the manifesting generators to do. And certainly I'm not a manifester, but I work with manifestors who also find this very difficult. But they have more of a need to rest and they know they need to. There is this feeling of I can't do anything right now because the energy isn't sustainable for them. For the manifesting generators and, and even for the generators, the emotional piece holds us back from moving as fast as our energy wants to go. So all of these are tension in the chart. These are all aspects that are going to tell us, here's where I bet you will get some real big bang for your buck if you start making this change. Let's try it. This is what the experiment is. Let's see. You got to try it though. Can't read about it. Listen to a podcast and then be like, it didn't work. You got to go do it. So That is my own personal experience. It is one of the most profound changes that I've made across the board in my life that has just changed literally everything. The way I make decisions, the way that I interact with people, the way that I schedule my life, so much. And then I'll give you one more example. So all the arrows on the sides of the head in your body graph, you run your chart, you're going to see arrows, four arrows, two on each side of the head in the Ajna center. You'll see these four arrows and they're either going to point left or they're going to point right. Left is generally masculine energy. So the left arrows mean in general, active, strategic, focused, very strategic moving. The left goes after what it wants. It's all the things that we associate with masculine energy. And the right is more passive, receptive, flowy, less structured. And the left is going to be structured, strategic, active, more fast moving, focused. So picture you have all left arrows and you're a reflector or a really open projector. Those left arrows are going to make you want to take action. They're going to make you want to be focused, go after what you want. And while that is correct for you, it's not going to be correct for you all the time. You still have to follow your strategy and authority, but this might make it harder. This might make it feel really unnatural to wait for an invitation or to wait 28 days. And these are the areas that tension tells us where do we need to create balance? Where do we need to right the ship? Because it's probably being pushed too far in one direction, on one side. So that one, very similar to that emotional authority in the manifestor or manifesting generator, 
want to move fast. Emotions say slow down. Left arrows, want to move fast, but I've got to wait for an invitation or I've got to wait a lunar cycle before jumping into anything. These are all areas where we are going to be needing to create balance. We want to be at least looking at them and saying, is this operating well? Do we feel like this is happening or not? And it's going to be, these are typically going to be the things that pull you away from strategy and authority. They're going to pull you away where you're not really paying attention to what you're being given by the universe. Are you getting the invitations? Are you waiting to make the decisions or making the decisions through your authority? Or are you trying to resolve this tension by doing things or not doing things? Are you doing it by being focused and strategic and trying to plan everything out and having your plan and executing your plan, but you're not waiting for invitations in your projector? That's not going to get you what you want. You start to see this and you start to say, oh, I see how this is working. Or if you're being super flowy and you have left arrows and you're not being focused, then that's going to throw you off. All of this stuff, it shows us where pressure needs to be applied or pressure needs to be released. Where do we need to put more emphasis? Where do we need to let go? How do we balance the energy here? That's the power of this. And this is how your human design chart can become a map to your healing, to your alignment, and to your success. It's a lot easier than you think. There's always something that's popping out of the chart. And it's either coming out from the very beginning where I see it jump off the page when I do a reading for somebody or when I coach someone, or through our conversation as we're going through the chart, they start telling me something about their life. And I'm like, oh, this is where this is showing up. And that's the beauty of it. And that's where the light bulb moments go off and you get a new perspective on life. So I hope that you found this helpful. And if you're interested in diving more into your human design, I encourage you to check out that Understanding Your X Factor workshop that I have on human design profiles. This is one of the most profound aspects of human design, and we go into it in a really unique and cool way in that masterclass. Just DM me the word profiles on Instagram. I'm at Nicole official. We'll also have a link if you want a direct link. Go to the show notes and we will link that up for you there and you can check it out going through my website. But if you want a really easy one where we just send you the link, DM me the word profiles and we'll send it right over to you. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for making it all the way to the end of this episode. Remember, in order to have an unshakable business, you must first become an unshakable human. So thank you for letting us help you on your journey to becoming unshakable with human design, everyone. We'll see you next time. If you love this episode and you're a fan of the show, please show us the love on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to the show and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with other entrepreneurs on their human design journey, join our free Facebook community, Human Design for Entrepreneurs. Go to nicolelano.me forward slash podcast links to join the group, book a human design reading with me, or access our free human design resources. We'll see you there.